Here's Shay and welcome to the 8-4 Play Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Game Jesus MacDonald. Uh, with me <laughs> with me is the 8-4 uh, Foursome and uh, special guest, GPD. You can tell we're doing uh, 8-4 Super Edition Turbo DX today. We're going to talk really fast in order to <laughs> get this podcast down to maybe an hour if we're able. But um, we have a uh, built-in time schedule so uh let's get to it no more bullshit no more bullshit at the top of the show no more t- 10 minutes talking about nicknames and stuff at the beginning but that's fun well the itunes commenters they don't they don't like that stuff really no really? uh-uh yep well fuck those stuff. guys and then number two feedback is more hiroko <gasps> so okay. we're gonna deliver that uh as well uh this week so if you've tuned in hopefully you already know but uh this is a podcast First, best, only, last, greatest, forever. Uh, That's not time efficient. Podcast about <laughs> Japan. That's like five seconds. Games in right Japanese now. games. Uh, <laughs> with me, first of all, super special guest. Uh, you'll understand why we have him here uh, once you know who it is. Is uh, David Cadcast Video Games Abrams, aka CheapyD from CheapassGamer.com. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Give me your uh, real quick your Twitter name. My Twitter name? Yes. GPD. And explain your nickname. I run CheapAssGamer.com, where yeah. you can get deals on video games. No, 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 no. no. CAG video game. <laughs> oh, CAG video game? CAGcast yes. video game. CAGcast video game. I'm somehow in the BBC Rolodex. Oh, yes. I know how, but it's a long story. But uh, they, they're based out of Singapore, their Asian office. And let's just say that the guys there, uh, they're not British. Let's put it that way. Right. So they seem to get confused. They can't put together video game podcasts. They just don't understand that. Right. No matter, I said it three times during the last interview. The guy was like, "Yeah, yeah." But they, they only they they take you from a pod. They like for all they know, you're just a guy on a podcast. They don't know about cat. It's kind of like your grandpa kind of kind of understands sort of the concepts. Of you're playing video game tapes. But I'm in their Rolodex. They have my phone number. They right. know that I'm probably going to answer the phone when they call because I'm in their time zone. So that's they go with me. So Chibi here, of course, is going to talk about the uh, the 3DS price drop. We were lucky enough to get him after BBC. Big comment. Uh, Sloppy seconds. There you go, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, also here we got uh, Hiroko uh, Jigglypuff Minamoto. Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Where, where did that come from? I thought yours was your favorite Pokemon and Pokemon Tap. <laughs> and po- Poke Tap. No, my favorite is Pokaboo. 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 Also, my, also my is. son's favorite Pokemon. Apparently. Really? Your yes. son has right. favorite he the ability to no, choose he, he favorites. He loved. Right. The first time we have a, Poka, a Pokaboo plush toy that I gave my son. He's only like five months old. And uh, the first time I gave it to him, he screamed in horror. <laughs> and for like two weeks, we like hid it in a closet. And then I like on a whim <laughs> took it out and gave it to him. And now he like loves it. So, but is his favorite Pokemon by default? Did you have a yeah, selection basically. of Pokemon? No, no that, that was the only one, but it, it's now his favorite. What is Pokeboo in English? And I probably nobody here has any idea, right? Yeah, I like hope not. Pig. He's like one of the new three. Uh, Tepig. Tepig. T-E-P-I-G. Tepig is mm. his English name. Interesting. Mm. Tepid yeah. pig, I guess, is the amalgamation of words. So oh, that mm. person, father of uh, Pokeboo's uh, loving... <laughs> Kid is uh, JJ. Have it your way, Epperson. Um, you had it your way, all right. I, yeah. they, they had it Flame their way. Broiled. Explain your nickname quickly. Uh, I got food poisoning from uh, uh, maybe possibly from Burger King. Yeah, maybe possibly. Yes, it yeah, could have well, been from curry. We say possibly, so the podcast is not cannot be held liable. For right. 
and you yeah. don't want to awesome. rule, rule out potential sponsors. Exactly. Yes. That's right. That's right. They were talking. To I us actually think it was. <laughs> I actually think it was this local curry place that I ate on Saturday. Like it had really funny tasting chicken. So I think you it was probably that. that curry place. It's and I don't. Be yeah. our oh, it's Shandorada. Okay. All right. <laughs> so and finally, uh, rounding us out, John Skeleton Ricciardi. Skeleton? I don't know. You probably don't even remember why your nickname is that. I, I don't. What is this about? You, you didn't remember how to spell skeleton. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you asked, right. like, how do you spell skeleton? John, okay. what is your I job? remember that. I'm working on a game with lots of bones in it. I don't know. I probably saw various, you know, <laughs> variations of the word. And All right, lost. cut the crap. <laughs> Enough of this. That's so the reason that we're doing this, uh, this, this podcast today is from the news that happened yesterday. The main reason. We'll talk about news and, and some of the games. Um, uh, a little bit later, like Rhythm Heaven Wii. JJ, you played that. Poketop, we mentioned. Um, Groove Coaster. A lot Love of people were talking about that on Twister. Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. GB Twister. Playing that. <laughs> Finished it. What did I say? You said Twister. Just people were talking <laughs> about Twister, it on Twister. Twister. Shadow Planet. It's, it's faster that way. All right. Um, but the big news, of course, is the Nintendo 3DS price drop. Yeah. Ba-bum. Thing that happened yesterday. Jumps all bombing. Yes. So um, it happened in the middle of the afternoon, uh, Japan time. And the Japan news led the U.S. by uh, by just a little bit. But basically, if somehow you haven't heard, the news is um, pretty much no matter where you live, the news is that there's a price drop. Um, here in Japan, it dropped 10,000 yen. Um mm-hmm. In America, it dropped what eighty dollars um, from two forty nine to one sixty nine ninety nine. I say it dropped; it's going to drop. Mm. Was another part of the news um, in Japan that happens August eleventh. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in America, that happens August twelfth. Um, so you might ask, why would anyone announce a price drop that's not effective immediately? Why would anybody announce a price drop that's not effective immediately? I'm glad you asked. So, <laughs> I mean, this is something we can Did talk. We didn't rehearse that. No. <laughs> we, it's something we can talk a little bit more about. But uh, basically what the deal is, there's this thing called the ambassador program. If you already bought a 3DS and you're like, hey, what the hell? You just bought one like five or six days ago, like some mm-hmm. like friend of our friend of the show, Ryan Payton, did. Right. Oh, oh, he did. Yeah. Um, you're like, oh, what the hell? Uh, Nintendo's way of making it up to you is offering you all these free games. Basically 20 free games. 20 yeah, free 20. games. Which is, yeah. yeah. And 10 of those are, um, they're all eShop virtual console games. Right. Downloadable. Um, 10 of them are NES games. Yes. 10 of them are are GBA games. Or Which is art. news in itself, right? Because until now, you could there were no NES or GBA games for Virtual Console on 3DS, right. which right. is cool. Right. Especially the GBA stuff. So um, they haven't announced the full lineup of what all those 20 games are going to be. They've announced um, five each. Um, the five games for the, uh, the NES, and this is starting September 1st, you can download these at no charge. Um, Super Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong Jr., Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Legend of Zelda. Um, Legend those, of Zelda, I'm happy about that. No, those, yeah, those I'm are happy all, about almost all of them. These are all yeah. good games. These games are games that are going to become paid downloadable titles later. Right. But right. the GBA games are, they're saying, are only going to be available to the, uh, through this ambassador program. So only for right. people who bought a 3DS buy. And, and that's definitely or is it just that's like they said? They say no plans. No plans. But it could change. Currently have no plans. Because like so. Metroid Fusion, all those games are, uh, well, when you get to them. I'm Yoshi's sorry. Island, Super Mario Advance 3, Mar- uh, 
which is Super Mario Advance 3, Mario Kart, Super Circuit, uh, Metroid Fusion, WarioWare Inc., Mega Micro Games, finally Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Those games are money in the bank. For people, yeah, but they have a lot of money in the bank games, and they do need to. They're doing this to basically say I'm sorry and make people have some value, right? right? And so, you know, actually, they're saying that they they don't have they're not planning for it in the future, right? So it's not like right currently have, currently has no plans. It's the way that the English press but they release. they mentioned oh oh I see right in right. the Japanese they mentioned future. So I think they're trying to like reassure that they're not gonna like. Yeah, I guess in, in the future. That's a that's a question if those games will become available or not. But um, so basically, you're getting those. You get a a lot of. I thought one thing that was interesting was um, the difference between the Japanese release and the U.S. release in Japan. There was also like a letter from Wada explaining this to the people who have bought a um, a 3DS already, and basically like a big um, apology. Um, right. Hiroko, you have some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's like an apology um, letter from Iwata. Mm-hmm. Well, explaining that, um, explaining the price drop. And then um, there. What does he say? What does he get into? Maybe we should get into some of the stuff. Because I think some people would be interested in like how he actually, he's actually like pretty openly saying some stuff that I think that they probably don't want to say right, right. on the America side. Something that you don't really, you wouldn't hear a tone like that from right. an American CEO, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't see Reggie saying some of this stuff. I mean, some of it's like, what do we have here? Um, you know, this is just our rough translation. Brendan did this for us, but um, we're all too keenly aware that those of you who supported us by purchasing the 3DS in the beginning may feel betrayed and criticize this decision. Um, it basically saying it's unprecedented. We've never done we. You know, cha- people change the price in consoles. Change their price, but never right. uh, such a dramatic price drop less than right. six months after release. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you know the um, interesting thing was that he says in his words that he they've acknowledged that um, if they sell it at this price, the 3ds is going to be a big failure. Yeah. So they they decided to drop the price. Right. Which looks really interesting to me too, because nobody would say stuff like that. I nobody called would it. Want to like acknowledge that. Called what? I called this price drop. I will say I I did call an eighty dollar price drop. I ca- I called I I I think I, it was a couple weeks ago. I said to Mark, I was like, it needs to be one hundred and fifty dollars, and you were like, that's never going to happen. Wait, it, it need okay a okay well one hundred fifty dollars. B in, saying in it needs to be is not calling a price drop. Right. I will say that I my reasoning for buying the D, the three DS initially was uh, because there weren't any games at launch that I wanted, but it was okay. There are games that are going to come out um, before there is a big price drop. So I mm. might as well buy it now. I'm going to buy it at this price anyway. I am really surprised. I would have never thought about this. In retrospect, it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that, what, what makes that, sense? In well, the old price seems like kind of crazy now that you have Vita coming out at 250 which is way lower than anybody mm. thought it was going to. But I think really it's, of course, in retrospect, what I mean is the the sales numbers up until now. Right. Um, I mean, coming off of that E3, not this past one, but the year before, I mean, the thing just seemed like money in the bank. Yeah, I don't think you, I think you made the correct choice when you, like I did the same thing. We both were saying, I think in like on this podcast was that like, you know, it's not 
they're not going to change the price for at least two years, looking back at Wii, looking back at DS, everything else. So what's the difference if you buy it later or you buy it now? Right. I don't think anyone could have predicted otherwise then. Like, there was no reason not to think that would be the case. Well, so so let's talk about um, what do you guys think about, like, a cheapy, what do you think about the... uh, about the price drop and like mm. both you know personally but also from a guy who runs a website where people are are buying hardware and stuff people people do feel betrayed i think i mean there's a big thread on cag about it obviously uh mm-hmm. some people feel betrayed and then some people feel like oh okay well i've been enjoying it na- for a while now and i'm gonna get these these free games so i'm not that upset but i think it really speaks volumes how the market is totally different from when the you know from look the DS came out in 2004 2004 okay so year. 7 years ago right we've got now we've got smartphones that are basically computers right that fit in our pocket and everybody's pretty much got one now and this is what Nintendo is competing with right they're competing with these phones that sell games for a dollar two dollars free right and that just did not exist back then. The thing is, though, this is not... They did exist, like, when they announced the pricing for it, right? Like, mm-hmm. last uh, September, mm. um, this stuff did exist. So, you think they it's They miscalculated. Just, yeah. They they said, hey, look, the DS was a huge success, you know, right. all, in all the iterations. And so, why wouldn't this be a success? Right. And I think that people... Look, we've been looking at a DS now for seven years, and fundamentally, it pretty much looks the same as it did seven years ago. Sure, the graphics right. are better, but the we still got the two-screen clamshell design. You don't look at it and go, wow, this is like some amazing thing. You say, wow, it's another DS with better graphics and a 3D gimmick. But at first, people, well, a lot of people were saying, wow, look at the 3D on this thing. Like at that E3, it was just like crazy, you know? Sure. Like everybody's going to want one of these. Every kid's going to have to have one of these. Um, well, look at how much Apple charges for like iPad, too. Like, I mean, there had to be some of that at Nintendo, too. Like, they're selling bucket loads of these things at $500, $600 a pop. What's an extra $100 on our handheld, you know? So here's a big thing it's a, it's a, it is an attitude shift from Nintendo. Mm. It, to lose money on hardware. Like, I think they were thinking, like, well, okay, we don't have to lose money on hardware. We typically like to, you know, tip Nintendo typically makes money on their hardware, unlike the other guys. But um, after this price drop, I think it was, uh, yeah, Bloomberg Japan was reporting that uh, Nintendo will incur a loss on every system. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised. I was surprised to hear that because I remember on iSupply, you know, the site that takes mm-hmm. apart all these things, they right. said... There's $103 worth of parts in there. Right. Right. That's a lot. It seems like a lot of room. I'm, I was surprised well, I mean, to hear they're losing that's, money. That's, that's like the parts and then you factor know, in all the... Uh, R&D, but, but still, that's a lot of room advertising, there. Right. right. They you also think? never know. Like they, They're like guessing and a lot of stuff. But that that is uh, surprising. Like This is a surprising mm. um, difference. Um, what you were saying, of course, about um, the, the iOS devices and stuff like that. Um, sort of eating in Nintendo's lunch is has been a big reaction out there. The Wall Street Journal, the the uh, title of their article was Nintendo uh, Apple's latest prey, hmm. and so wow. that was like a big. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, well, um, yeah. and they've admitted as such, right? Uh, Iwata has said that they consider Apple their biggest competitor, don't they? Well, that that is quoted around a lot, but it was uh, like attributed to like an unnamed source uh, okay, and something okay. like that. But I mean. I would not. Be, I would be surprised. I don't think that this is at all a 
direct big reaction to the to the Vita. It's the reaction to their own sales yeah. and also Definitely. like yeah, iOS devices. I mean, I, I will say anecdotally, and there's a thread on on Gaff about this now. I see a lot of people where the kid used to would have had a Game Boy or a DS or something before. Now the parents, I started noticing this like two years ago, the parents handing them their old iPhone. Absolutely. I've or, the same. or the iPod or iPod touch or now even iPads. And mm-hmm. like, GB, right. you have a, you have a, My a son. Kid, Ty has been able to operate a, an iPhone. I think was when he was one year old, he could, he can <laughs> unlock it, find the app that he's interested in, launch it and right. just go to town. So, but he has a 3DS as well, right? He does, yeah. I, I give him my deep so. Yeah. Which what, what's the well? Here's the thing. Ratio. I I bring the obviously I bring my iPhone with me wherever I. He just uses my iPhone, right? Because he's oh, gonna okay. want he's gonna want to use Papa's. He doesn't want the old and busted 3G. Right. Uh, he just sees I pop. I want Papa's. So aren't there pictures and things on there that he can't see? Not supposed no, to see like hangers. Hanger. Uh, I, I, I deleted uh, that yeah, one. Deleted <laughs> okay. That one. But he. Yeah, but I, I I could certainly recognize a parent buying a new iPhone every year and turning over the old one to their, you know, to their kids. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. There was some, you know, some teachers in the scaf thread saying that all the kids like they wanted the, the smartphone for when they're on the go, and then they wanted the big machine PS3. Or but but it's, it's when they're at home. It's the software pricing I think that really makes right. the difference for the parents as well, and the the availability of it. Just that you can just buy a game without going to a store and right. have it instantly. That's huge, right? And also, and the 3ds is starting to get into the video, right? But it's also, I mean, when especially when you have a younger <laughs> kid, they just watch the same movie like three thousand times, right? And so you just have that YouTube on your yeah. on your phone. Nintendo so, doesn't have YouTube, which is like, are you stupid? Like the videos that they have, uh, at least on the Japanese 3ds video service, are dumb, and nobody wants to watch them. It's just like retarded, right? And. Uh, they're competing with, you know, an iPhone that has YouTube or Android phones that have whatever you want. So really what but let's, you know, let's remember what they're offering that iPhone doesn't offer are like these real games. I mean like quote unquote sure. real games, much deeper, longer, bigger, better games. But yeah, but now the question is are those games worth carrying the second device in right. your pocket or not? Mm-hmm. And the price. And the price, right. So so do you think that this Chibi, could you ever see Nintendo saying, you know what, we're charging $40 for our games now. We're going to drop our games down to 30 bucks. Just kind of acknowledge, an acknowledgement similar to this. But you that- know what, though? Like, is that even, does that even matter? Because you're comparing 30 now you're comparing $30 with free or a dollar. Right. And for kids. Or $5. I mean, some of the, you know. Okay, that, even two, still, it's still, that's it's still way cheaper. And st- kids don't need to play Zelda. Kids are amused by like a box of tissues. You can get. A <laughs> well, free... but we're talking about different ages. I mean, but even still, like a, a even like a six year old or something like that doesn't need to play Zelda. They can be amused by a bunch of free iPhone games. Right. Well, right. The point is, though, is that the market that Nintendo went after with the DS and the Wii has long since moved over to smartphones, and now that the they bring out the 3DS and nobody's there to buy it because they've all moved on and now they're well, a, standing with their pants down. One thing, too, that I do want to keep in perspective is, you know, we, we talk about stuff like, well, nobody's buying it and things are gone and whatever. I mean, their numbers are down from where they are, where they were, they were at this point with the DS. And they were very low to begin with mm-hmm. in the early in the, DF's, the DS's life cycle. But um, I did want to point out some some numbers just to keep stuff in perspective. This is not like a, a smoking gun or whatever by any means. But um, 
So Nintendo announced yesterday as part of this uh, earnings where they announced a lot of uh, a lot of this stuff, the price drop and everything else that um, they've sold uh, 4.3 million 3DSs worldwide. Now that was available in all the different territories at once. It came out well, not at once, but Roughly, Europe yeah. and yeah, America came out. It's been about four months. Four months, in yeah. Most territories, um, around the two hundred fifty dollars price point, and there's not been like a holiday season. So at this point, around the first four months, um, you have to add Europe to the U.S. and Japan, which started in two thousand four for the original DS. But if you add those together. Um, for the original DS, you're looking at about somewhere around like 6.3 million at $150 price point and having gone through like a Christmas. Um, you know, now that said, so I mean, it's not like nobody's buying it and it's not anywhere. There's a couple games that are um, million sellers. Um, On the 3DS? Yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide. Oh, okay. Uh, Nintendogs and Cats is like 1.7. That might be shipped. Street Fighter is like a million two. Capcom mm. is saying the Mercenaries did well. It did like 400,000. Really? Yeah. Really? I thought it tanked. I thought people It were wasn't doing worse. great in America, but um, huh. it must have sold like broadly across all. Somewhere. They announced in their in the Capcom's earnings that that was one of their success stories. I was surprised as anybody. Wow. Um, and then Zelda: Ocarina of Time is doing well. Um, yeah. At least in Japan, it's at about uh, two hundred seventy, which is pretty good for a Zelda here. Yeah, which is which is which is very good, and yeah. I'm, it sounds like it's doing good in um, America too. Um, Star Fox, this, we're kind of going down a slight sales road here, but Star Fox is not doing. Crazy numbers, but it's doing okay. It sold like forty thousand in Japan, and that doesn't mm. come out until September in America. Um, which leads us to some of the other things that they announced. Um, they basically what Nintendo is saying is we're dropping the price, and we have the kick-ass games are coming out. Um, they're saying that um, Star Fox comes out September 9th, um, which I think that was known. Um, Super Mario 3D Land. In November, that's a bad name. By the way. You in the Mario Kart Seven in December, also um, a bad name. And then Kid Icarus, <laughs> Kid Icarus Uprising on holiday what season. What do you like, JJ? I like. Uh, I will say, like I, these these names. I have like a, a slight theory on these names. It's kind of a joke, what? but like if I went at Nintendo, if they had like a big you know a big whiteboard and they were like writing down names. Okay, what are we going to call Mario Kart? Like the you know because <laughs> Mario Kart has never had just a number on I the know. end of it. Right. And then Super Mario Three D Land. Yeah, I think it's like it's like, and then suddenly it's like price drop tomorrow we got to announce that these games are coming <laughs> right, out give right. us the name now and it's like, okay well um there definitely won't be a problem with legal if we just call it mario kart 7 <laughs> right and we call it we already have super mario you know super mario land so just to add 3d on it that's fine i kind of like that theory I but feel, I feel well, like it's it really be, called Mario Kart 7. Re- that's what yeah. it says, yeah. It, that really shocked me. I looked at it twice in the Japanese one, and then I was waiting for the U.S. release to see if it was going to be called that. That's so weird. Like, uh, can you, quick, can you name Mario Kart 1 through 6? Uh, let's see. There was Super Mario Kart. There was Mario Super Kart Nintendo. 64. Yep. There was Mario Kart Double Dash. For there GameCube. was Mario Kart Super Circuit. For there was... GBA. What? GBA. Okay. There was Mario Kart DS. What was that called? Uh, that was that's in here somewhere. But uh, that's five. Oh, and then there was Mario Kart Wii. Yeah. There you go. I don't remember the exact names <laughs> of all of them, but um. <laughs> but yeah, Mario. 
You know, you notice seven. I start, I start re- forgetting the names at the point where I stop caring because it felt like you know <laughs> right. the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. the same thing over and over yeah. again. The game right. is the same thing over and over. But again. it's like Pokemon. It's like an evergreen sells no, to every generation. It, it, yeah, it is. So that's the other thing. Like, do you you say how well the system is doing or not doing until a when it when a Pokemon comes out or a Mario Kart comes out, even like Mario Land 3D? I think that's a little bit of a of a sign but that's not going to be a bellwether to me mm. like the bellwethers are i mean if that was a new super mario brothers then right. i think you're talking okay yeah. if that doesn't do it nothing will but mario kart should be money in the bank pokemon should be money in the bank so when those games don't sell then i think it's time to really start talking about okay right. kids are not it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the what the right. ip is kids are going to whatever because i i do still think that Kids do pay the thirty forty dollars for a game when it has when it's the only place they can buy Pokemon, mm-hmm. right? Which is a slightly weird thing because, and, as we're going to talk about, you guys have been playing a Pokemon related game on. I want to see sales comparison. Free one on iOS device, but but the uh, you know the hundred fifty dollar price point, or I guess what is it one seventy one seventy whatever. Well, you know there is a little bit of a difference there, I think, in perception. But anyway, when you get down to that range, that it no longer seems like an exotic, expensive device, and now it starts right. to seem like. Almost toy range, like it's, it's the mommy range, price. right? Where it's got a one in front of it, yeah. and I think that's it was, good. Yeah. I think it's better off. I think 3ds should be that way because it's not that exotic of a device, and it's not high powered or any. I mean, it's got some cool features, but it's not to me. It doesn't scream like two hundred fifty dollar machine. So, like at that point, I think maybe it has a chance to pick up some traction and start, you know, moving again. So, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm curious, what you guys think of the gap between? I mentioned a little earlier, but the gap between the announcement of the price drop and the price drop actually happening. Um, I didn't see anybody officially talk about this, but is this just to give people time? The way that you get your free games, right, is you have to register. You just have to log in once to the eShop to prove that you owned the device before August 11th or August 12th. If you've already gone to the eShop, does that count or do we have to do it again? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think they had to, look, they had to come up with a plan, right? Some sort of program, right? Right. So people wouldn't get too pissed off. And also, these price drops almost always leak out ahead of time because Mm. the lead time to get these things into the Sunday ads is really long. It's like, it's over a month, I think. Right. Mm. So, and they almost always leak out ahead of time. So imagine this thing leaks out. And they don't have, they haven't made an announcement or anything. So there's no news about a plan. I mean, there's going to be a revolt. Right. So they almost had to do this. So, right. like, to prep the retailers and everything. I mean, because, yeah, I guess remember when Saturn came out, like, they just, like, launched it. And instead of, like, it being a big <laughs> thing, all the retailers got pissed at Sega. Right. Yeah. Well, it almost kind of started to leak out. Well, there were significant price drops in like a Canadian Walmart ad I believe it was like coming out for 198 there were some like gift it? card deals yeah. in America too uh, and Amazon had a couple of days before Amazon had pulled the 3DS from their oh, site and nobody right, knew yeah. why and there were rumors going around no one what price drop wasn't one of the rumors right. but but it did happen shipping something or other is what they ended up attributing it to but they didn't say because other people were saying that there's this problem a lot of people were noticing with scratches on the top screen of the 3ds that was the rumor yeah and so people were like oh it's amazon's pulled it because of that 
Nintendo debunked that and said it was something about shipping things. That actually, I hadn't put those two things together. Right. That's actually a really interesting thing that Amazon got wind of it and was like, hey, wait a second, what's going on? And they needed mm. a couple of days to get their shit together. And now if you go to Amazon, this is really interesting. So you can buy a 3DS from Amazon right now mm-hmm. for two forty nine ninety nine. Right. But you can pre-order <laughs> the one sixty nine ninety nine one from Amazon as well. Interesting. Well, wow. Let me ask you: Were there any people on Cheap Ass Gamer talking about, "Hey, I'm going to go to Best Buy, yes. buy it <laughs> on August 10th, and then on August 13th, like get the price get, correction, get the price correction after getting the <laughs> you game." You got to think that the retailers. It's going to take it's look, a re- big enough blip on their radar right. that they're going to make a special. There's a window probably right now yeah. where you could probably today go do that. Right. But that because that's such a big organization, it's just going to take a while for it to filter through. But they're going to they're not going to let that go through. You heard right it here. GBD says run out today kids, <laughs> and buy. I've read. Spot. Well, I've read people have done that on right. tag and they said nobody mentioned anything about it. And if they don't tell you about it. Yeah. They're gonna have to honor it. Soon, right. there's gonna be like a picture at the register of a 3ds, like a like like an outlaw like or something. Criminal. Like if, if it'll come on your to, receipt. It'll be printed yeah. on the receipt. It'll say something you you can't. Maybe, you maybe they're gonna. They could also maybe tell you know take them off the shelves a week ahead of the change or something, mm-hmm. and they just won't be available for a week or something. But maybe can you imagine I mean, that? They won't I mean, do that. Yeah. They'll, it's they'll not have like they're to gonna replenish stock now at two at two forty nine though, right? So aren't they gonna be just clearing out their current stock? There might know, still be no difference between. The, there's no difference between the physical product. Yeah. The they're just gonna have to just, inform the customers that you're buying something that's gonna have a price right. drop, and you can't. Yeah. You're not gonna be able. Well, maybe, well, maybe they don't care, or maybe they don't even care. Did any. Did you get any people saying, like, you know, actually 20 games, some of which I'm not going to be able to buy, I'm actually going to go out and buy this thing right. now rather than wait a couple right. weeks? Well, yeah. but they did it with the intention of being able to get the price correction later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they've done it. But, yeah, I think they'd rather have the $80. What do you guys think about the, the, the 20 games? Like, um, as like would you, you expect Nintendo to offer something doing it this early? Did you? And what do you think about what they offered? Is it... More or less than you would. Well, the first thing we said when we heard in the office when we heard the the price drop was like, "What about those of us who paid a hundred dollars more?" And right. then, like five minutes later, we found the thing about the games. Then it was like, at first we thought it was five games a pop, like five GBA, five Nintendo, and even that sounded good. Yeah. Then we found out it was five more of each. It's like twenty games. It really it's like, Jesus, it, it twenty was, free games. Yeah. It I, was like a commercial here because we were like, <laughs> right. "Wait a minute, I you know uh, <laughs> I Zelda and Super Mario Brothers. Wait, do I don't do I have to choose one between the two? And it's like, no, you get them all. And it's like, <laughs> How much would you pay? No, it was twenty games. Back and forth, it was like, no, it can't be twenty games. Don't answer right. yet. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, I did the calculations, and you actually come out on top if GBA games are priced the same as Super Nintendo Nintendo games, you come out like 2,000 yen. Well, GBA games, first of all, shouldn't be priced the same as Super Nintendo games. They should be priced a little bit less. I figure right? they're going to be really? 7 or 8 bucks probably. Uh, yeah, I would I wow. would think, according to and then, the But then NES should only be 3 or 4, maybe 5. I mean, they were right. 5 on Wii. So. Right. So, I, I mean, I will say my attitude coming at it, I think, is different than a lot of people, especially judging from what I've read. My, mm. my attitude is, I mean, yeah, I'm not happy about it, but I bought one day one. I didn't I don't expect to be reimbursed when there's a, a price drop for something. Right. Mm. Even when it, I mean, it is relatively soon after, so I wouldn't have been happy about it. But getting some games is cool. Like when I got 20 games, I was like, yeah, wow, that's 
that's like a shitload in these games. Every single one of them, it's not like right. Donkey old. Kong Junior Math. I was no. actually looking. I was like, Donkey Kong Junior. Is that Donkey Kong Junior Math? <laughs> like looking on the end of the Japanese. It's, no, it's it's nice though because all uh, no matter what games there are, you are guaranteed to not have any of them on your 3ds. Like on the the PlayStation. Too, thing. Yeah, and and they're you know they may be old games, but you know what? They're not like Hustle Kings or whatever. You know, like right. I mean, it, they're but they're actually decent, Loco good games. In, well, in, yeah. in fairness, a lot of people. And I was kind of surprised at this reaction. A lot of people do not have that attitude. Really? Well, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, like a bunch of NES games that I'm not going to uh, want to play either. Or I don't know. Maybe it's an age difference. Chibi just yeah. raised his. I didn't buy a 3DS yeah. to play those games. Right. I could. So you wouldn't want like Yoshi's Island on your 3DS? Like, I wouldn't no. pay anything so, for that. Yeah. I wouldn't pay for that. I mean, I realize I'm in the wrong crowd here and the audience <laughs> is like going, fuck this guy. But I mean, that's, I realize no, no, that. That's a totally legit. I mean, there's a lot of people like you out there. Um, probably a lot of people wouldn't have bought the 3DS at launch, though a lot of those people. I got a lot of reaction um, from people that I know, which was people who didn't own a 3DS already. Their reaction seemed to be, I still am waiting for like the the exclusive version. games, sure. the, the big full yeah. console games. If I want these little experiences or kind of retro experiences, those I'll get on my smartphone. Um but but you won't get like the Nintendo retro experiences on your right right no smartphone. But you, I'm sure we all have Game Boy Advances that we can. Not really. No. I mean, I personally was looking forward to this GBA thing for a long time. Like I wanted, yeah, okay. I wanted anywhere because because my old G I, there are a lot of GBA games I still want to play, and my old GBA is you know a piece of crap. So like being able to see it on this nice screen or whatever is actually and and really I cool. hope Mother Three is one of the games. And me too. And having them all on one machine instead of having to carry around three different portables or whatever to get your right. old stuff is really cool so and to be clear you're talking about mother three in japan in you japan don't start any uh no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> any of that it, you know if this is crowd. if this is what it takes to bring out an english version of mother three i'm all for it <laughs> that would be the ultimate apology yeah um, to a certain segment anyway yeah. um well so keeping in with the reaction um the stock took a pretty big uh nosedive today as we're recording this in japan it's down like 20 percent um some places are reporting. So Yamauchi, the Yamauchi lost more money than I'll ever see, and than all of us will ever see in our well, maybe not Chippy, of Nintendo. But, yeah, yeah, lost in our entire lives in a single day, five hundred million on his. Jesus, <laughs> well, so it's not stock. gone, right? Yeah. Exactly, gone. exactly. <laughs> it's not like somebody came into his house, took it, and he's never going to see it again. He still owns the stock, and it's, right. it could bounce yeah. back, of course. Exactly, mm. and I mean, just you can do the math real quick. That's you know, lost twenty percent, and it's five hundred. Million. Right. Well, dude still got billions. Here's the real question, okay? Did Nintendo make a mistake by releasing the 3DS so early without the games to back it up? If they decided instead, let's release the game this this winter. We'll have the Mario games. We'll have Kid Icarus. We'll have the games that people you know expect from a Nintendo system. Right. We can charge more we can charge you know 250 or you know between 200 and 250 is that a better move for the company launching even though in some territories you might launch against uh vita yeah You're vita gonna, might kill that you think so i think so you think so but don't, don't you think, think so. that these the people who already bought the 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 3ds are the people who are going to buy it anyway Mm-hmm. And maybe you're going to get the people more, you know, who weren't going to buy it. They say, okay, oh, it's got the Mario. I see the Mario right. game right here on the shelf. Mm. Well, and you don't lose face and right. your stock doesn't dive. And you don't now this this product is a little bit tainted now. 
It, yeah. It's yeah. got a bit, you know, it's big news. Right. Well, I think with the with the DS, maybe Nintendo learned the wrong lesson, which is you don't have to get out with your killer app, like your killer app that sells the system. With Wii, I almost feel like they kind of got lucky with, with Wii Sports. But, um, well, they had Zelda at launch, too. So I mean, Well, but if you count that as a Wii game, I guess they kind of have to. <laughs> but, the, but the Wii is a sort of a bad example because it had that right. new motion control thing and people Wii, had never seen it before. Exactly. And the Wii is also, well, I would say in the Wii is, Wii is a home system, so let's set that aside. But also um, the DS at its time was a new weird thing that people hadn't mm. seen before. And the and DS really didn't explode until brain training. Until Exactly. So mm. until, and then, you know, Nintendogs, and then it built on that stuff. So right. maybe they learned the long lesson which is get it out there and then you know it will have some time for in order to build up momentum and, and there is still we'll is that out. possibility though i mean there still could be like a random killer app that sells this thing so exactly so the, the the question is is that anywhere on the horizon that we can see i mean nobody saw brain training coming nobody really saw that nintendogs was right gonna be, well, i mean that's predict that's, that stuff yeah, yeah. So right like they, can't, they don't have any like you know nothing on their no trump card on their shelf i don't think that's like this is our guaranteed maybe mm-hmm. they have some things they think might be good i'm sure they're planning to make like another tomodachi collection or another maybe another brain age or i don't know 3d brain age or something whatever but like no the brain age thing is long gone i feel sorry for microsoft trying to jump on that <laughs> bandwagon and yeah, they well, totally well, just the interesting thing the is the 3ds lineup at least what we know of it the nintendo has in development is a lot of of, of remakes and then new additions to established franchises, which is great on the one hand because those games are proven sellers, but on the mm. other hand, it was the new IPs that were created around the hardware that sold the DS right. and kind of the Wii as right. well. And when you say that, you know, I'm trying to think of new IPs that are coming out for 3DS. No, you're not going to have that on 3DS really because think you, of any. You, there aren't going to be games that are exclusively in 3D. And unless there's games that are only 3D, well, there's not going to be a game that's like for the 3DS. You know what I mean, you could have an idea that would have would have worked in a, some form on the DS that just hadn't, hadn't really happened right, yet. Right, right, right. Yeah, it might not be something that could only be done on the mm. DS, but, uh, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's something that needs the added horsepower or the online capabilities of right. the 3DS. Mm-hmm. On, on the same, like, pass on the other side know. of the, the coin, you know, I, I feel like there still isn't a killer app for Vita yet either. Like, I feel like there's Monster so Hunter, but that's in, so far in the future, you know. Let's get into that question. Does this not... So let's say you're at Sony and this announcement happens. I think, okay, A, you're not happy about the... Uh, about seeing this price drop because that really is a big differentiator between the Vita coming out Mm -hmm. and and 3DS. But I don't think, me personally, and I'm curious what you guys think, I don't think that that worries you as much because I think Sony really does see it as, okay, we're going for kind of a different audience. Mm -hmm. There's overlap, but by and large, we're going to go for a different audience. But, but, oh shit, like the, the smartphone market, if Nintendo's having this much trouble... Aren't we going to run into the same sort of trouble? Like, right, and at the end of the day, they're both competing for what they're basically, whether they're the same, like whether PlayStation is going for a slightly older gamer or not, ultimately at the end of the day, they're both competing for the not smartphone market. Like they're in the right. same arena now and they're all that's left. And if I were Sony, I would be pretty upset because this was the one thing that they had that they could really trump over 3DS was like, mm-hmm. for the same price, you're getting, look at this thing. Whereas now they don't have that anymore. But you know? don't you think that somebody at Sony was like, okay, when we announced for 250 
by the time we launch, Nintendo will probably yeah. We drop even said it; they dropped to two hundred or something right. like around Christmas time. I'm sure they thought that, yeah. But like they had, they would have had six more months or whatever of like hype building up and kind of getting everything. And now it's just sort of like it's a hundred dollars different, basically. Right. Mm. It's a pretty big difference. I, I think another interesting attitude is, I mean, I think this whole thing has been viewed very negatively from from what I've read from the the analysis and the press so far. But isn't this not Nintendo making a, a course correction like very yeah. quickly oh, yeah. and like responding so, yeah. like like really quickly to a threat and making a really smart mm. move i feel like i, I, agree. I thought it was a very smart move. Mm. i feel like by christmas when mario kart comes out moms around the world are not going to give a shit what the 3ds used to cost right and they're going to say that's yeah. that's no question and people and, saying that people are going to see it as an old thing because of the price track Nobody gives a crap. Mm. People care about right. what it costs now and yeah. what games are available. Like, if I were Kazuhirai, I would be like, okay, now they're like, we have a serious competitor this Christmas. I, you know, they've got to get out. This yeah, Christmas. they like, got to get out this Christmas. It was like Vita, you know, it, well, it was already they got to get out this Christmas. Now it's like, if you're not out this Christmas in North America, you are getting steamrolled. And basically. they need some sort of software to sell the thing. Yeah. And it's not Little Big Planet, by the way, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um,. People seem to. Uh, do you guys think that this is going to, this is going to like move the needle? One one of the on 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 sales. Um, like, I don't think immediately. Think it's the software that's going to push it. I don't. I think not until Mario Kart. Right. Until December. Yeah. Kid Icarus, you don't see doing. Uh, well, I feel like Kid Icarus is probably also coming out December. I don't they, think Kid they, Icarus is going to be so. a big seller. I hate to say it. Like Kid Icarus is probably is going to surprise people probably if they're thinking it's going to be like a Mario or something. It's probably not. more in the West than it's gonna it is in Japan. It's going to be a great Japan, game, though. but it's not. It's on the radars of a small but loud audience. It's not something that like everybody's looking forward to. Well, um, I don't know, but all they have to do is be like Smash Brothers creator. Maybe, but you know, Mario and Mario Kart coming out is, you know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier today, but like, you know, whether those games are even like 100% done or not, they're getting, they're, it's like when it's time, those games are coming out in November and December, no matter what, because they can't afford mm-hmm. to not have them out this year. Like, they, they, those are basically they're all they've got to sort of fend off the Vita, you know, if it does launch or whatever. And I, and I think another, well, uh, to go back to the, to the price, I think another big, um, impetus behind nintendo taking this step and another reason it's smart is they have to prove themselves quickly in order for people to keep developing for it you right, know yeah. i think that was something with the the ds for whatever reason they didn't have to be as concerned about um maybe the third parties weren't developing that's another way that the ios devices and facebook and social games are a threat is not just for the audience but also for the developers right, right. if the developers mm. are starting to it's much easier for them to say, hey, you know what, we're going to delay this game or we're going to make it for another system now that we can, you know, move those assets someplace else or get that revenue from someplace else. I think we started hearing from a lot of developers being like, eh, we might delay our game or we might cancel the right, 3DS right. version or whatever. You were starting to hear that a lot. So mm. I think that's another reason. I mean, you can argue that the thing shouldn't have been 250 to begin with, and a lot of people did. Yeah, um, I mean, that's pretty true right but but if you know having had that decision right uh just kind of swallowing your pride and making yeah. the correction this early yeah. i mean this whole thing was like a huge ego check for nintendo right right well it's good that they made it what i would like to what i'm really curious to see now is how this and plus so this is two failures in a row kind of right i mean the first failure was how they presented wii u to the public and they admitted that was a failure right 
and then now this happened. It's like, how will this affect Wii U? Like, will anything about Wii U change before it actually? Because they have time to, they've mm-hmm. got to now have a different mindset, even than they did at E3. Now right. they're like, right. okay, these kind of mistakes happen, and this is, you know, sort of the path. Right. What can we do to sort of avoid that happening with Wii U? And I right. bet you we're going to see some kind of changes before right. that launches. Yeah, like maybe be a little more paranoid about that we're getting it right out of the gate this time mm-hmm. rather than. Doing what we're what we're accustomed to doing, and then maybe fixing it later. That I also kind of hope that they understand too that like you know, if let's nobody really knows the exact specs, but if it really is PS3, Xbox 360 level, hopefully they realize that by the time this comes out, that's going to be starting to get very old. Like they're going to be only a few months away from the next Xbox or PS3. Maybe they need to you know. They're thinking about pricing and everything now. Maybe they realize that they have to, you know, kind of step that up a bit to um, avoid getting. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of people speculate about online saying that okay now this with the wii u when it comes out don't make the online the thing where you know you totally screw it up and then like you're trying to fix it you know right uh, it's that because it's six that, months later from what they've said so far they're heading down the wrong path i feel like that's what's gonna happen to, to be fair <laughs> yeah. i mean nobody's really said much we've heard more from third parties but we're leaving it up to the developers and blah 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 that's not the answer like that's ps2 isn't it all over again i mean perhaps uh, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see um, one other last perspective thing. I don't know how many people remember the the DS also had a price drop in its first year. I don't know if people Did even it? remember. It that. went from one fifty to one twenty nine. It went from one yeah one forty nine to one twenty. Wait, isn't that because DS Lite was coming out? Um, it might have coincided with the with the DS Lite. I I, I kind of vaguely remember that as like a yen correction or but, something. Well, anyway, it happened at like ten months in, mm. so it, it was not near as dramatic a price drop or mm. uh, near as early as um, the uh, right. That 3DS sounds like spec. around when the D- well. What what do you think about that? You think there's going to be a 3ds revision as well, like a 3ds light? Has or to be because the yeah. battery is so poor. Battery right. is terrible. Yeah, some people were talking about that. Maybe they'll sneak in a battery <laughs> revision with the with the price drop. Wouldn't but, that be uh, lovely? Yeah, I don't know. I well, maybe they that. need to make yeah. this. Maybe they can find a way to make the system cheaper now too, and that, you know, coincide that with a new model. I mean, uh, next steps might also be like bundles. Like, I mean, mm. you know, when they, when they really start getting uh, aggressive, they could start uh, bundling Mario Kart, doing all kinds of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So, or Mario 3D Land. All right. So, have we talked this to death? Is there anything left to uh, to say about uh, about 3ds? I say I'm gonna make a bold statement. 3ds beats Vita this Christmas. I think that's in Japan. I don't think that's that common sense. Is it? You think so? You're even saying that Vita is gonna come out in Japan? They've only said like. Well, they said actually they said in all territories holiday, right? Yeah, they just said holiday. They didn't say where. But holiday. They didn't say what holiday. They might be talking about exactly. Valentine's Day. Yeah. I don't think there's any question that 3ds is going to outsell Vita. Really? Well, the Wintern doesn't think so. Well, who cares what Wintern thinks? Yeah, eighty dollar price difference. You know, when you're looking at that front page of the toys, the big Toys R Us catalog, mom and dad are looking at that and they see one seventy versus two fifty. Well, and they also, see Mario and, and whatever and Pokemon. It makes it much easier. Yeah, mm. it's a marathon. It's not a, I mean, sure. even probably somebody from Sony, if they're being honest, might be like, we don't expect it to outsell. Because the games aren't going to, it's not going to have the library that the 3DS is going to have its first, you know, month out there. Well, I'm just saying this, this holiday. The more important thing is I'm buying a Vita regardless. And that's what matters. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. And I think Sony executives are a little concerned. I mean, they, they, you have to be concerned. Yeah. You yeah. have to, you see the impact that the smartphones yeah. are having. I mean, I really do think it's at Nintendo and Sony. Now they are looking at iPhone, iPad. I mean, this is not mm-hmm. crazy news 
or right. a big opinion, but I almost think that really they're an afterthought for each other. It's really is right. centered around what are we going to do about not just iPhone, just mobile phones yeah. mm-hmm. and, and iPads and stuff like that. Um, anyway, finally, shifting gears. Shifting Out gears. of sales age. Let's get into the games that we uh, teased that we were going to talk about. We play games. In happier uh, Nintendo news. Yay. Uh, Rhythm Heaven for the Wii came out in Japan. Yay. And JJ, you bought it. I did. And was that you doing a Rhythm Heaven imitation? Yay. Uh, no, no. Oh, all right. <laughs> but there is some pretty good English in the game. Uh, and that that's doing well. That sold yes. 20,000 yeah. uh, its first week. So uh, how is it? Uh, if you like the Rhythm Heaven series, uh, you will love this one. Fans of Rhythm Heaven rejoice. rejoice. Yeah. <laughs> Good for telling nobody nothing. Yes. Um, well, you know, if you hated the DS version, you probably like this one because it's just button presses. Okay. Uh, just button presses. You're not... Uh, You're not flipping the oh, Wii around. God. Probably though, not accurate enough to get the timing down. Right. Really? Though, the thing is, though, like, you end up doing it to keep rhythm. Like, that's a big difference, I feel, between this and the DS game is that, yeah. like, you get full range of movement so like like slapping your hip like a banjo well there's this one game called monkey clock where you're like a monkey that's on the minute hand or the second hand of a clock and then like for every second you high five another monkey (laughs) this is uh, great and it sounds like rhythm and so like and it's like on an off beat so it's really kind of hard to keep rhythm unless you're like a drummer or something or just really good at the game and so to do that like i just kind of like you know, like I f- flung my hand out. You can't see what I'm doing here, but like for every time I had to press it, I just fling my hand out. And like, and because every so often there would be like an, uh, another offbeat, like a, a, an offbeat of the offbeat. And, okay. <laughs> and, you know, like just to keep myself in time, like I'd have to use my hand to do that. And it was really helpful. And it's something that you, it wasn't possible on the GBR or the, the DS. It's not like a part of the game, but right. it is an added sort of like. I would think though that they could have used motion. I mean, the, did Chibi? Did you play that demo, uh, the pirate um, rhythm music game for Wii U at E3? Did you no, play the? I, I didn't. You didn't play the Wii U no. demos. That that had a motion as part of it and was very much like a rhythm heaven like. Right. I think that was game. made by the same team. I don't know, but it probably um, was. So so far though, and you've played quite a bit of it. I've I've gotten through pretty much the whole game. Okay, so it's basically like you could have. This could have totally been done on a. GBA. Well, no, I mean, you get nicer graphics, better sound. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it could have been done on those. But gra- but I mean, nicer graphics, it's like the stick nobody, figures. Yeah. Are, I mean, it's <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I mean, it looks really good. Like, it's a pretty game. Okay. Uh, and the sound, it's nice to have good sound in a rhythm game. Does it feel like this needed to be a full console game? This would not have... Um, yeah, but, well, yes and no. Uh, yes, because it's got multiplayer. Right. So, how is the multiplayer? Uh, it's fun, really easy. Not enough of it, hmm. either. So, certain only certain levels. You only can play. certain levels. Uh, they do a good job of integrating the second player because, like, sometimes you'll be playing together, and then you'll have like solo time, and you I know. I saw the Karate Man on the commercial. Right, it looks Karate pretty Man. Awesome. Yeah. Karate together. Man is cool, but the best game of the whole thing is the uh, wrestler interview. It's I this, saw that. It's this game <laughs> where like this interviewer is interviewing this wrestler after a match and you you play as the wrestler mm-hmm. and you answer you do three uh, two, uh one of three moves like you can go like oh and grunt 
as a yes, or you can flex uh, your arm and go, <laughs> and then there's the third one where you do like a big pose and you're like, you know, and okay. <laughs> just, it's just, it's just really fun. The the song is super, um, it just gets in your head. And the interviewer is saying a question. So, and then Well, it's like, she just says gibberish. It's like, pick a, pick a, pick a disc. Okay. And then you're like. Mm. And you know, <laughs> it's like leftover from Star, like a Star Fox, right? Extra. But it's 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 just so goofy <laughs> and so good. And like the Japanese uh, internet community has already taken to it. And then like there's already videos of people just going crazy. <laughs> like like every question like they just do a pose and they're yeah. just like, <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah, it's it's great. So it's got all the charm of the right. It's got all the charm, and it's cool because okay, yeah. One of the advantages is that you have it on the big screen, so it becomes a party game. And, like, mm. you know, it's easy enough that anybody can pick up and, like, within, like, two tries they can pass a game no matter how hard it is. And, uh, um, yeah, no, it's just, like, yeah, I, I, this game is kind of a game that needs to be on the TV, I feel. Now, ten, ten minutes ago, I wasn't <laughs> sure about that. But, uh, yeah, no. Because I played it with my wife and her sister over a couple weekends ago. So other people can see what you're doing and hear right. it, whereas you kind of had to play with headphones. Right. There's the whole, like, let me try sort right. of thing. Right. That's yeah. cool. But it's one or two players. There's no, like, take turns or um, games or... I, you know, there there may be some unlockable uh, mini games that uh, have that. I don't think there are, but yeah. Okay. No, it's, there are a lot of really good, good catchy music. It's... They announced that for the U.S., right? Yep. Did, oh, okay. It's coming out in the U.S. Uh, this fall or winter. Cool. Okay. Well, staying in the Nintendo universe, um, you guys, John and Hiroko, <laughs> both <laughs> been playing. What is it? Poketap? Poketap. Yeah. Is that out in uh, America? No, it's not out in America. So it's just on the Japanese right. iTunes. The Pokemon people store. Made, yeah. Uh, Creatures. Application. The Pokemon company. Oh. Hmm. It's like an advertising, um, you know. The Pokemon song theme song. Okay. Yeah. Promotion is the word. It's like the English that we forgot. (laughs) We're over talking each other, but yeah, it's just the application, like a free application to um, promote the well, Pokemon and the Pokemon song, I guess. So what do you? The TV show. How does it work? What do you do? You just tap basically, like it plays the song. I don't. I'm not even sure what the song. I'm guessing it's the song from the anime or something. But it's a um, song from the anime, and the song um, shouts out all the Pokemon names. Oh, okay. So you tap um, when. You hear every Pokemon. I feel. Thing. I feel like it's a little offbeat. I don't know. I just like was like this is. It's not you. It's as game. someone. Uh, it's not you're saying. As right. someone who is like, I've have, I've been playing rhythm games pretty hardcore for a long time. I feel like this is as a rhythm game. It's pretty bad. Well, and so what is you get a score? Don't listen to JJ. So anyway, it's not even really a game. Right? Yeah, it's just it's like just, a little. It's like a time killer, basically. You right. just basically it plays a song, and you tap the little bubbles that pass by on the top of the screen, and basically, you know, at the end, at one part of the middle, it pauses, and like a bunch of shit drops on the top of the screen, and you have to hit as many of them as you can. Oh, okay. then it goes back to the rhythm thing, and then by the end, so stuff just, is falling down the screen, and you're trying to hit it before the it, bubbles are falling, and you okay. have to pop them before they hit the ground, and then you right. get to the end, you get a score, and you can you basically just compare high scores. It's totally yeah, you could, simple. You could tweet this your score. But but we've been going back and forth with our high scores, and there's a hard mode where you can't see the bubble. It's like, how can you play a rhythm game when you, there's no... It's like Star Wars. You just, so, it's like the memory is seriously the like Star Wars. That, the thing is, with this, uh, with this game, what, you, what you're supposed to do is remember the Pokemon right, games. Right, right. That's the, that's the theme of the song and everything. That's why, you know, the hard mode, mode is that, okay, now you probably remembered all the Pokemon names and you could sing along. <laughs> so that's why yeah. you could do it without if the you, If you can sing along, you could beat the game without yeah, looking well, at it. that'll never happen. 
<laughs> All right. Well, finally, uh, last uh, music game, another music game. Yeah. Big week for music games. Yeah. Um, Groove Coaster. Groove Coaster. A lot of people Coaster. talking about it from the guy who made Space Invaders Infinity Gene. Yes. Go out and buy really? it. Really? Yeah. 99 cents. 99 cents. Universal oh, is this app. that Square game? Tell me. It's, I guess it is. It's, yeah, it's Square. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, JJ, tell us what it is. Um, I mean, what is it? It's it's a rhythm game. Uh, ba- uh you know, the team who did uh, uh, in, uh Space just, Invaders Infinity, Infinity oh, Gene really? made this. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know you just said that, okay. but okay. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm I'm just buying time. Um. Uh, what basically, the hell do you do? How does it work? Basically, a song plays, and you go like you you have this little avatar that goes down a line, and then you hit beats as you come across them on that line. Wait, like like so, like vib ribbon? A little or? bit like vib ribbon. Interesting. Uh, okay. With a little beat uh, beat mania mixed in. What and kind of music? What's the vibe? It's uh, it's uh, done by Zun Tata, who do a lot of uh, music for Taito's nerd Taito's. Core music right it's it's mostly electronic music okay and um it's just like really trippy looking it's simple uh well actually it's simple on easy mode but hard is really fucking hard Hmm. um it's just fun it's the 99 cent app the music is good if you like the visuals are all trippy visuals uh, visuals are great right um yeah is this only on iphone or is it an ipad too it's a universal app ipad and iphone Cool. Okay. Well, uh, out of that and into the realm of uh, real games, back into the realm of <laughs> quote-unquote real games, Cheapy, you um, somehow managed to get a copy of Insanely Twister, uh, Shadow, <laughs> Shallow Planet um, from... Uh, Microsoft. Well, now how no, they you? they they screwed up on the Microsoft. Microsoft has an online store, right. MicrosoftStore.com. And they wound up putting up all the summer of arcade games Oops. by accident. They Oops. just you just, you just had to fill in the URL basically. You had to just use your brain for a second and say, "Oh, really? it's uh, da- I'm going to put it in dash from dust right. instead of Bastion," and it and it worked. And you could buy the game, add it to your cart, get the code, and download the games. So, so you got from dust and uh, exactly insanely twisted shadow exactly. planet. Um, Microsoft's got to do something about their web people. Remember with the Halo thing at E3? Yeah, yeah. they're lazy, right? They just put everything up. <laughs> don't put it up if right. you don't want people to find it. Don't put it up. I mean, how hard is that? Right. People are gonna find it. People have a lot of free time <laughs> on their hands. That's true. Like, yes. don't bet Very against true. the internet's free time. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. You will never win. Um, so, well, let's start with. I want to hear a little bit about from dust too. Okay. Um, especially since that's actually out this week. Week, but I'm cur- more curious about Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet because you played that more. Yeah, I you, finished it. You finished it, in mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. So, how long is the game? Five hours. Okay, I that's, would say that's pretty typical for a download. Wait, so, and it's not even normally out yet, right? When- it still comes out on Wednesday. Oh, okay. I played it a little bit at E3, and I think was it you who described it? There's a real easy, good description for this game, mm-hmm. which is it's pixel junk shooter right. meets Limbo. Mm-hmm meets the aesthetic meets uh either you know a metro any metroidvania game oh okay. so uh, okay. Sh- shadow complex is a good one since we'll keep keep it all in go. the summer of arcade yeah, we've right. got limbo from last year and shadow complex from two years ago limbo aesthetics um pixel junk shooter kind of mechanics and controls generally generally and who made this metroidvania shell like shadow complex 
Um, who did make this? It's well, the the art is actually there's some art I never heard of. They got Matt Michael Gagne or something like that as some art as an artist, mm. and he he designed the the look of the game and did all the artwork, which is all silhouettes. Is why we still talk about it in Limbo, basically, right. right? But I feel like I saw this game before I ever saw Limbo. Well, oh oh oh, before you saw Limbo, yeah. Both of these games, well, Limbo was in development for forever, and I feel like I saw footage of this game a long time it's ago based too. on some art some previous artwork that he had done some short videos or something okay. some shadow puppet theater or, or something mm. like that right but uh you know the game you're like a ufo you're yeah, yeah. you you play a, fl- a flying saucer and you're you know there's really no story to speak of there's uh, a planet there's a shadow a bad shadow planet <laughs> it's taking over other planets and you have to stop it and right. that's the bad. entire story it it's, looks pretty cool i'm looking at it now on my iphone the graphics are pretty nice the art is definitely the strong point of the game, yeah, uh, uh, the, you know it, it's it's like it, Metroidvania in that okay, you got to get this gun, and now that you've got this gun, you can shoot these. There's weeds one big map. Clears. There's one big map, and there's different zones of the map, and you can't get to certain parts of the map until right. you get the tools that'll let you get through this wall or open this door. So it's not just weapons, but you're getting other. You get like a claw hand. You get a claw hand. You get there's like electricity to right. open up to move things around. There's a, a wow, saw blade awesome. that you can use to cut through rock. So it's also like it sounds a little bit like Limbo 2 and that there's like little kind of puzzle element to definitely light puzzle solving okay yes, yes. so how so how is it well it's it's good it's a it's a it's a it's short I mean five you get to say five hours fifteen dollars really no replayability there's there's an online multiplayer co-op mode oh interesting um, is that different levels it's just it's a totally different game you have to there's lanterns and you have to basically see how far you can bring the lantern how far can your mm-hmm. co-op team Right. Bring the land. Oh, so it's, it's not like you're both going through the game together. It's, it's totally different. The right. map is 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 a different part. It's oh. totally different. It's not in the game. Uh, I I enjoyed the game. Uh, there something really bad happened to me while I was playing this game. So I'm having a great time with the game. And this isn't a spoil. Should we spoiler? It's not a spoiler. This? It's okay. it's it's. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think it's really a spoiler. If you're um, really paranoid, skip a couple minutes. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I, there's no plot really, so it's right. like hard to have a spoiler. So the, I get to the boss battle, mm-hmm. okay, and the final, the last end boss. Oh, end boss. There um, are other bosses. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kinda, Short. That's yeah. Kinda there are there are other bosses. There Fine. Are. Go ahead. Okay, so I get to the boss, and one of the mechanics of the game is that you have your ship has a scanner, and right. you can scan enemies. You can scan, you know, block passages, and it'll tell you what weapon or tool is recommended to get. Wow, it is like past. Metroid. Totally. Right. Yeah, totally. So the boss is the boss. The end boss battle is, was difficult, and I'm not very skilled. A very skilled gamer. I'm old. I've lost my shit. So, <laughs> so uh, no difficulty. Different difficulty. I don't think there is any difficulty. Okay. So it's it's challenging. So I'm like I'm scanning the boss, and it's telling me to use a certain weapon. And I, I'm like, all right. Well, obviously this is the weapon I'm supposed to be using. And I, I I'm in, I'm embarrassed to even say this, but. I've spent I spent about two hours trying to beat the final <laughs> boss. And it does checkpoint right before him. Yes. You're not the game. The, here's what the game does very well, except for the boss battle. Yeah, it's not frustrating. Right. There's lots of checkpoints, and it just everything pushes you forward. There's it nothing. Doesn't, doesn't feel too easy though. At the same time, no. It's just the, it's a really good balance okay. until I got to this boss battle. But it's mostly the mistake was. I had the game early. Mm-hmm. There's no fac. Mm-hmm. There's no. I and I looked for any. I googled everything. I, there was nothing out there. Yeah. 
I'm doing what the game is telling me to do. I'm using the weapon they're telling me to use, and I'm getting killed, and I'm yelling fuck a lot, and <laughs> and it's, it's making me nuts. And now I've, like, two, really, like, it's got to be close to two hours that I've tried to beat this thing. And the game isn't that long. Right. The right. whole game. Is this, wait, is this two of your five hours? I'm saying if you, if I'm saying five hours, if you can get through the boss in a reasonable amount okay, of time. Okay, okay. So okay. I've put in about seven hours total right. to the game. And I even like, I went, I got to the boss and after doing it for like an hour or so, I said, you know what? Maybe I need to, I had one of the weapons wasn't the standard weapon wasn't powered up all the way. And mm. I didn't have the maximum shield to go back and grind. I went back to get to find those. Yeah. Did that shit, came back, still couldn't do it, and then I, you know, went to Twitter and I complained, and there was somebody else. I saw you. Yeah. There was somebody else out there who I even went so far as to to send a message to the developer and saying, "What are you guys doing? Like you're ruining the game for me." And somebody said, "Hey, Chibi, don't use, don't do what they're telling you to do. Use this weapon." And I did that, and I beat it on the first shot. And I felt stupid. <laughs> I was going to say maybe this is Microsoft's way of uh, getting you for buying the game earlier. Or right. something. Wait, <laughs> why? Why did you feel stupid? Like because I should have. I shouldn't have just taken what the game told me to do and maybe tried the, other things. Why is the game telling you to? I don't know. I maybe I should have been more adventurous. I so it's maybe not maybe. a Metroidvania. It's a Castlevania two vein. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, but the, the the what I'm trying to say is that when you buy this game next week, you'll have other people to talk to and but you'll you be able to need, find that. You shouldn't need that. It, it, it sucked a lot of life out right. of me and <laughs> enjoyment. Is there any the indication given that you shouldn't I don't want to know any more about this in case this leads into spoiler territory. It's really, so why don't we just leave it at that? Yeah, I mean, I, it just it, they recommend things that you should use and I did what they said and it turned out to not be a good recommendation. But you don't understand even now that what the reasoning was or it it's just seems like a mistake. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. It wasn't like the game ends and then in the ending it's like your ship is like I tried to the story finally comes out that your ship was trying to There's no story. There's not like a signature into never ending the game the or something. There's not like a signature at the bottom of the suggestion that's like Akbar from Akbar. <laughs> no. no. Wait okay. for the sequel. Yeah. No. But it's it's if you, you know, if if you don't mind paying $15 for a 5-hour game like this with really no replayability, right. then uh you should go for it. Okay. It looks nice. I want to try it. I like the graphics. It, the, the graphics are good. The, the it's Xbox sound, only, right? Yeah, the sound is good. The, and the the I think a lot of people complained about Pixel Junk Shooter. They didn't like maybe the the, the control of the ship. They thought it mm. maybe was working against them. That doesn't have this. Everything is really tight. Oh, interesting. Cool. Well, what about quick? What about From Dust? Uh, From Dust, I'm I'm enjoying as well. It's it's not as tight as as this as I, uh, I've heard that twisted. like some of the it has pathing issues where people like. And camera issue. Them. The camera, you can't really quite get the angle that you want. It's not like a free camera. So like, for people, it's like a, it's a God game. It's kind of like a, a lot of people probably don't even know. There haven't been, been a lot of God games around. Populous, yeah. Yeah. Populous black dun, and dun, white, and stuff dun, like dun, that. And you're dun, basically dun. guiding a tribe. One of the things that kind of turned me off a little bit, it's it's from the guy who made um, uh, Out of This World. Um, oh, really? Flashback. Oh, really? Eric Chahi, yeah. Oh, okay. in, in flashback. Huh. Um, oh, I love those games. Wait, Flashback? Pretty sure it was flash. He did flashback. Sounds too. right. Um, anyway, he um, he hasn't made a game in a while. He made this game. You are guiding people to like totems, 
Well, so I was actually, excited about it, yeah. hearing that this guy worked on it, and right. it looks pretty cool. But yeah. I was that kind of turned me. I'm like, I don't really care. You're about not really guide the work that you're doing isn't really the guiding of the people. You're moving sand. You're it's manipulating it's, the terrain. It's manipulating the terrain to prevent your villages from being wiped out by by natural disasters. Right. So right. big tsunamis, fire, lava. Right. It's a cool concept, and it's different. You haven't really seen anything like this in a long That's time. That's definitely true. Yeah. Um, like when I look at it, I, I see like black and white. Like it looks graphically a lot like black and white. Is that well? I mean, you're seeing mountains and rivers and right. volcanoes, like and shit, deformations so. and well, yeah. And you're doing that. It looks very simplified. Like you're just like a you're like yeah. the breath or something. You're yeah. just like a moving cursor, and you just boom, pick up water, dump it here, pick up land, dump it there, da da yeah. But I saw, like, uh, Giant Bomb did a quick look on it, and they actually really loved it. Um, um, Brad Shoemaker and Vinny were talking about it, and it's like a 20-minute video, but it, it actually, like, seeing it kind of turned me off on it a little bit, just because even though they really were enjoying it, so I'm starting to wonder if it's maybe something, like, you got to be a little bit more You need to get the trial. Yeah, download the demo. Because you could you could hate it probably. And also I've heard I'm only halfway through and I've heard that the later levels get very long mm. and potentially frustrating. And But you're right now you're into it. You're planning to play more. Yes, you're enjoying it. Totally, cool. Totally. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh let's see. We got like a real fast some a uh, little bit of news to run through. Um, where to start? So Level 5 opened their America website, level5ia.com. Hino is so dreamy. He has a little special message on there just for yeah. you, JJ. They also put up um, a list of games on their Facebook page um, asking people to vote um, about which ones unreleased in America that yeah. they're interested in. So I voted for Nino Kuni. I, I did too. PS3? Yeah. yeah, me too. Everybody vote for girls RPG. <laughs> they um little battlers experience something called little battlers experience, experience. showed up on uh like a patent registry or uh trademark registry forum or something like that mm. um also which um so for that's a psp game because i've been out here in japan hopefully coming out in the west um Mega Man legends 3 that whole shit storm happened JJ, give us like the quick masterclass on on <laughs> what what exactly was Mega Man Legends three going to be? It was like a community. It was like community driven. They would have uh, like votes on character designs for uh, characters. There was a thing where you could send in your own like NPC di- dialogue, and they would use it in the game. Mm-hmm. And then like people who got their stuff used would end up getting like these points that they could buy in a store that was run through the website. It was like really community driven game design almost. very experimental like to, yeah to a bigger extent than you know the more i looked into it today the cooler i thought it was it was like really just like they were using the community to make this game uh right and then eventually they canceled it for quote-unquote not enough community attention or well i don't know that they ever explicitly said that they said that there wasn't i think they said something about not being a big enough audience and then this Capcom Europe's like Twitter <laughs> guy. Wow. Who, I think the janitor actually got in there and got <laughs> access to their account. Yes. Maybe. Um, got on there and was like, you know, if uh, if only people had supported it more, which really like is like <laughs> fucking taking a baseball bat to a horn. Yeah, that nest. was not smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now there is a campaign to. Uh, yeah, get it's called. Uh, they're they're calling some, themselves uh, "Get Me Off the Moon." That's their Twitter. ID okay. and they're trying to get a hundred thousand people uh, to join their Facebook 
group. Right now, they have about 36,000 people. Wow. Which really? is actually pretty impressive, I thought. Wow, yeah, that is, um, that is a lot. And, uh, so yeah. People should go to at, people should tweet or follow at get me on the moon give me get me off the moon get me off the moon what's yeah. that a, is that a Mega Man Legends reference maybe I've game? actually never played a Mega Man Legends game oh, okay. Mega Man Legends 2 is really good I, yeah I hear and Disney's. it ends on a cliffhanger so they gotta make a 3 someday right was really? this a, this was a 3DS game uh, yeah, supposed to yeah. Be right. 3DS 3DS game. Game. so it's in fact it was supposed to have a demo I think a right. paid demo on the, on the, the e-store launch like yeah. a prologue wow. type right. uh, like a Gran Turismo prologue type right. deal so this is really a fact that there's just not enough 3DS's out there right? well maybe it's, because I mean the game be, the game was announced with a video of Ina, Inafune right like saying like we finally get to make it and yeah. then <laughs> I think he leaves the company is, yeah. and then uh, but Capcom, well and Capcom did say explicitly that that's not the re- that's not well, of course they're going to. That's not the public reason, right? honestly, it's probably not any one reason. There's probably sure. a lot of different reasons, but they don't make games anymore, right? New games. They just, you know, they just repackage <laughs> their old stuff, right? Right. right. Wasn't, didn't someone else say they wanted to? Right. Make it? Uh, Hiroshi Matsuyama from uh, Cyber Connect Two uh, interviewed with the Sil- Silicon Era. They asked him if there was any Capcom series he wanted to work on, and he was like, uh, "I definitely want to work on." Uh, uh, Mega Man Legends three. Wait, the three? Like, was this after it was three. canceled? He, he, he. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was after it was canceled, and he said specifically Mega Man Legends three. Huh. That'd be cool. So, and, yeah, yeah, they would be a good company to do that. I think. Cool. Well, if you're interested in that, um, check those guys out. Get yep. your name on the petition. Who knows? Who knows? Um, also, Capcom news: Resident Evil six um, was teased apparently. Although I couldn't find, like, it confirmed that it was. But there was, like, an image that leaked of a logo, mm. supposedly from Comic-Con, talking about um, something more coming uh, September 15th, right. which would put it right around TGS timing. Um, that would be interesting. The logo looked legit, anyway. Yeah. Like, it looked it, too good to be fake, but hard to tell. It was sure. weird, because it's almost like in this day and age, do you, why does anyone take a photo that grainy, you know, and weird and on a weird angle? Right. It almost looks like... I'm not saying it's not real. It could be even like Capcom saying like, oh, let's just put right. it up there. Like, the janitor. The janitor. That's, that's right. that guy. He's still at it. Um, uh, Evo's this weekend. Speaking of Capcom yes. again. Oh, I cannot wait. Uh, Evo fighting tournament, fighting game tournament happening in uh, Las Vegas. Um, right. Mortal Kombat's there this year. I like. I have seen like pro Mortal Kombat play, and it is the most boring. Shit really? Ever. <laughs> Sorry, really Mortal Kombat fans. Why? I, it's just boring. It's like you I just, just sit in a corner, and it's you know, it's like people doing the same moves over and over again. It's like, I feel like there's really not a lot of like Street Fighter Four has like this suspense to it. Hmm. Mortal Kombat just seems like spam. Sorry, I, th- it is an uninformed Elitist. opinion, but I, right. I mean, I know, a, I know a, a little bit about fighting games, and I just Mortal Kombat to me looks like garbage. Well, I'm Sorry. looking forward to it anyway. I'm looking forward to Daigo yes. playing Marvel vs. Capcom Three. So yeah, that'll be the big. That'll yeah. be a, a big. And uh, Kyo Police, who's famous in Japan for being a very attractive uh, woman, who used to be a man. Uh, is also playing in the tournament and she's not like a, a ranked player or anything but she is like kind of a big name in the Japanese fighting game community cool yeah um, uh, Ono uh, Yoshinori Ono is also going to be there yep. doing a panel I wouldn't be surprised if they he kind of teased something about Darkstalkers saying that it's not necessarily dead mm. at Comic Con like asked people to hold up 10 or 20 dollar bills and took a picture to send like the president of Capcom to prove because he oh wants boy. to make that game and right. he also says even you know rival schools and those are possibilities 
So he's be, basically going to do the same thing they did 20 years ago and like run the fighting game genre into the dirt right? Well, and, and then and seal its fate forever. He's saying they're that already, it needs to blow up big before they can do these smaller things. But they're really like with this latest Marvel vs. Capcom game, I feel like a lot of people are starting to already get that fatigue because like it's like Capcom will release a game and then, you know, six months later, there's going to be like the $30 expansion to it and people are just like enough. Like, right, right. I hate to say it, but nobody wants Darkstalkers. Dark just like the hardcore. Like, I have some people rolling I up do. their hands. Doesn't sell, it won't sell. Yeah, I guarantee do. it. But dude, also Striders in that new Marvel yeah. Capcom thing. That's pretty awesome. I, you know, the, Power Man, Power Man Five Thousand. No, no, no. Rob All right. Uh, crossing the ocean. Sudatcher is in recording. Um, Sudo's Sudo Fifty One from Grasshopper Manufacturers. Um, super project with Hideo Kojima. Um, Friend of the show, Akira Yamaoka, mm. and others. Um, it's a radio drama, but they release like character designs. Yeah, for stuff. It's yeah. kind of weird. So you can visualize. Um, Suda, I guess, is a character in it as well because <laughs> really? it showed him in front of the mic tweeting <laughs> pictures. So what are you laughing about? Cheapy's eye twitch just now. <laughs> um, Cheapy's fascinated. I get the feeling that, that he likes himself. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> Um, he's a, you know that's what the people are uh, people paying like to see. Him. People like pay to see. Um, Fantasy Star Online Two, new trailers. Give and it stuff to me now for the PC. Uh, what about No Mags though? Shall I'm not you know I'm not so concerned with No Mags. I'm oh, my biggest concern is if it has like Asian MMORPG itemization syndrome, where like you're getting the same item for the first ten hours. Right. Well, with just like a plus one in front of it. What would, would you? Would we know you are getting up to twelve players? Although there's some weird like multi. They're calling it multi-party. It's not just twelve people. Which is cool. I think like like co-op parties is yeah. something new, and I like that idea. What's the difference of being in a co-op party though and just playing with eleven other? Because you might get your own like different items when you get when you kill a mob, or mm, you know, there's like right. maybe like party benefits. Maybe if you're like partying with the same people over and over again, it's kind of like a guild. Sort I just of thing. worry that it's like, well, this part of the level or this level is only you can only play uh, certain levels when you're in the bigger player count. Thing, you know well, I mean, I mean that's, that's how it is in, in most MMOs, you know. Like, it, yeah. Oh, I guess that betrays how much I play MMOs. Right. I'm just a Fantasy Star Online fan, which is also why I'm really sad that mags aren't being shown. A lot of people were talking about that, Milky and Shane and people right. on Twitter. Um, I I, th- I think you shouldn't just, like, that shouldn't be the only hang-up. Like, well, the game quick, will still me, be great if the itemization is good. Mags, which are basically, for people who don't know, like, little mechanical pets that you raise and feed them different stuff and they grow into different things and they're just really cool i don't know that is kind of a deal maker deal breaker mm-hmm. potentially for me i don't know why like everybody loved that what's the problem why wouldn't I, I don't you know. it's a no-brainer so they can put it in the expansion basically ah. um anyway the alpha is coming out uh, in august starts speaking in of alpha yeah, or so betas what's uh diablo 3 are you are you in no but uh, if anybody's listening, of betas, I'm not <laughs> if, in this one. If people are listening, please, please, please. When does that start? Uh, details come out in August. Hmm. Is that the first with BlizzCon? Or? I don't know, but I've heard rumors that August 15th is when the beta starts. Okay. Well, uh, also in August, um, August 11th is a big day in Japan. Um, it's a great day. You got to, for the price drop, um, the 3DS mm-hmm. price drop we talked about, but also IREM. Uh, which we've talked about a few times. Chibi, you're a huge Iron Man fan. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I, that's what I was counting on. Um, or is pulling 
a pretty much their entire catalog off of the PlayStation Store. I don't know what's going on there. Mm. It can't be a good sign, but they're the guys who made stuff like R Type. Oh yeah. Um R Type Delta. They have arcade classics. You would recognize their old arcade games. Um Bumpy Tron, I think, is even up there. Bumpy Trot. And sadly got just, canceled just, a while just, ago. Yeah. Just to get our PlayStation home uh, mention in, um, <laughs> that closes down September 1st. So oh, virtual God. rape studio, um, Japanese schoolgirl classroom. Get it get it while you can, because <laughs> that's really? not going to be Is that there. really what it was? Well, that's what I think it was. <laughs> it, it was like a Sakura Trees. And the, yeah. Uh, I mean, if it's on home, outside. it's probably something like that, right? <laughs> Pretty much every, every home space is a virtual rape um, <laughs> studio. Um, it's just one matter whether it's going to be like Chun Li doing it <laughs> to you or having it done to her or right. whatever your custom made character. Um, speaking of virtual rape simulators, Catherine is out in America. Yay. Um, I Good say that as a that. joke, but um, yeah. GP, you into that? I tried the demo. It's not for me. It's a puzzle game. Puzzle game, and it's nerdy Japanese dating. Oh, that's. Shipwreck liked cool. it though. Shipwreck it's not really nerdy did though. What did, did he review it for you guys? He, he hasn't finished it yet. It's getting kind of a mixed um, reviews in the in the yeah. West. And w- um, what's the reason for the mixed reviews? Uh, some people are like it's it's too hard. It de- it defaults okay. you to easy, and we heard some of that in America. It defaults you to easy. I haven't heard that as much though. Um, I think some people just didn't quite know exactly what it was, even though we talked right. about this. When I mean, it is to- kind of a frankenstein it's yeah if you just kind of saw the coverage out of the corner of your eye you might not know but it's really it's a puzzle game with like a very big deep story right um, that it's interesting and it's doing different stuff and everybody gives it credit for yeah. that um the localization sounds like it's it's good mm. um mm. stuff like that but it's just not everybody's cup of tea i guess sure um yeah, that's fair enough but it's definitely got its fans because yeah. for every negative review it's getting there's like a big backlash um Speaking of backlashes, did you guys see this Double Dragon 2 trailer for... The- <laughs> you didn't see that? I did. Oh, hey, it's why, amazing. Are, why are they starting with Double Dragon 2? All right, you had to see this, GB. You've <laughs> got to see that. It's like, not only does the game look awful, mm. but the video itself, like, the game pauses and jerks and like yeah. it's like edited by like a five-year-old i mean not even so the <laughs> five-year-old with iMovie could have done better it's just completely disjointed and weird and shows just horrible parts of the game mm. just like awkward pauses and it's it's the remake nobody asked for in the way that nobody wanted yeah. it's it, pretty hilarious um finally um game pro magazine which a lot of us um grew up with, if not exactly reading, yeah. but um, looking at screenshots in my case. Stand. Yeah, I bought a few issues at the very start. Ow. Very, very start. And I mean, the first few issues um, announced that they are going quarterly. Mm. Um, they'll no longer be monthly, which kind of a lot of people are taking as the beginning of the end. Really sad to hear that, even if I don't, you know, read it, especially not here in Japan. It had a brief renaissance there yeah. for a little bit with John Davison. We have some friends that uh, that work there. They have some cool, good people, but I think it's just a matter of the brand. And if you're not, you know, Game Informer and you're right. trying to sell a print, ma- print video game magazine, times are pretty tough. A few things about that. Uh about Game Pro, so <laughs> I heard it had three, it had three ads in the last issue. Well, six, six, wow. oh, six. Yeah, okay. shipwreck, shipwreck uh, went through it. So I wanted to do some, I wanted to do some advertising for Cheap Ass Gamer yeah. for the holiday season. So I've been investigating. Yeah, due diligence. So of course, you know, Game Informer, hundred pound gorilla, mm-hmm. eight hundred pound gorilla. What do you say? I don't know. <laughs> so 
Do you know how much it costs a one a full page ad in Game Informer? Uh, I think we talked about this, and I guessed fairly close, but I don't even remember what okay. I guessed. I think it, like a hundred. I'm going to say a hundred thousand dollars. Hundred seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> that's the that's the asking price. But I bet you they they might get close to that. Okay? It's like what I mean. It's what is it in the top fifteen? Top bigger, five, I think. It's yeah, mega it's just, huge, way bigger than Oprah magazine. Right. Yeah. So really? now, what do you think Game Informer charges for a full page ad? Dollar I mean, fifty. Game Pro. I'm sorry, Game Pro. Oh. Uh, I would say fifty thousand, seventy-five dollars. No, I'm, I, I, ten grand. Okay, you can get the back cover for fifteen, and that's the asking. So you can probably get below that. Right, right. Get the whole back cover. Wow. So, and do they? Can you publish? get the front cover? <laughs> uh, I'm sure they do like the oh, wrapping no. thing. Don't they do the wrapping? Thing, oh, like that, the, that, the ad yeah, wrap or yeah, whatever sure, you call yeah. that. Shit? I thought you were making a, a little twisted little joke there. I'm like, oh, what does it cost to get on the front cover? Well, I mean, I'm sure at this point, everything's on the maybe, table. Maybe they're. Wow. So, uh, did you decide where you're gonna where, oh, no, where are we gonna start decided. seeing? I don't know. Tag ads. I want to see Chibi D on the front uh, front cover of Game Pro. The cover. Yeah. On the yeah. Cover? I want to see a picture of you. Or just like a, a freaky drawing by the game fan guy. <laughs> Good oh God! <laughs> no, not the game Francis Mao. You're talking about the uh, the guy who used to draw the Adventures of Game Pro. Yes, yes, his yes, that would be pretty awesome. Um, bah. so I think that's about it for this. Not exactly as truncated as we thought, but hopefully, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good enough. We kept it a little slim. Um, we lost a couple people. You might have noticed um, John and Hiroko had to sadly get back to work because we did go a little bit over the hour. Yeah, usually we don't do this at She's like 4 in the morning. coming back to say goodbye. They're coming back to say goodbye. But um, JJ, your Twitter name, go. S-P-R-S-K. I am at Mark MacD. Hiroko. I'm Hiroko84. And John is at, I'm trying to think. John TV. John TV. No, I know, but I was trying oh. to think of like a funny <laughs> Twitter name for him to be at you know, like John. Porn, star, <laughs> porn star's Twitter account or something um, anyway um, you can find us as always on uh, 1UP uh, at our home there the distributors um, 8-4.jp now you can find us on Wikipedia yes special thanks and a gift will be going out to um the parties involved. We had yeah. nothing to do with it, but we found out afterwards that uh, we we managed to get a hold of some of the people that worked uh, on our page. So we're mm-hmm. going to send them some little treats. Um, Not to the guy that like messed it up, though. No. That guy's a dick. No, fuck that guy. I don't, I don't even know <laughs> what you're talking about. I'm sorry. No, don't. I was really don't, drunk. Don't don't our our Wikipedia page anymore, please. Um, and speaking of special treats, um, eight four is coming up August fourth. Yeah. yeah. So we'll try to do something special for that. Um, the Resistance three beta is starting that day too. Coincidentally. Oh. Coincidence? Question mark. I think not. <laughs> um, and we might try to do something with um, Monster Hunter. Third HD, which is coming out later in August, hmm. but it'd be cool to do something to kind of encourage people since that's not announced for the West. We um, should have like Monster Hunter Night get together things with, with our listeners. Maybe we'll do something. Like I'd like that. to do that. But uh, PS3 games are region, you know, region free. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it's kind of a little bit hard game to get into if you don't know what you're right. doing. But I think maybe we could help. A little I want to play too. with our fans. So yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I guess that's really it for this episode. Cheapy, thanks again for uh, you. coming by. You can um, find Cheapy. Why don't you talk about your new exciting food video blog, <laughs> Lonely Man 
<laughs> table for one. I could yeah, have exactly. it. That's actually not a bad title. The point, I, it, so you have this new blog video series. It's not really new. So I used okay. to do these videos and I could, they were called Lunch with Cheap ED. Yeah. And I stopped doing them for like a year or so. Why'd you stop? I don't know. It just, it was, seemed like, because the problem is I can't go to like a restaurant by myself right. and film myself at the restaurant. It right. had to be something where I could get the food and then bring it back to my apartment. And I wouldn't it. say that's the sad part. The sad part was when you zoomed in <laughs> and you had a little remote control yeah. and it's very slowly <laughs> zoomed in. You do a great job. I could never just be anyone who saw like the Koji Bro thing. I could never just be one person sitting there doing right. talking for 10 minutes or whatever. You do an amazing job, but but it's just the, yeah, the yeah, zoom funny. in on the thing. So I said, you know, next time, call me over. Be I will great. be happy that to. That was a pretty surreal moment. To help out. How slow the yeah. Zoom was, too. Yeah, I was surprised myself how slow it was. <laughs> I wanted to actually drink some of that Pepsi Caribbean gold that you drank on that. It sounded really good. Johnny Intern good. brought it into the office. I no, wait, yeah, was it Johnny see, Intern? Or? I see it in the it's fridge. It's pretty good. It tastes like ginger ale with It's vanilla. okay. Oh, I like, I like had a weird aftertaste, I feel. Famously, you had cucumber Pepsi. Yes. On, on that. Not, not so good. That wasn't so good. Okay. But you can watch that YouTube.com slash GBD. There you go. You got a number of uh, followers there, subscribers. We already gave your Twitter name, and of course, the CAGCast. Um, yeah, people can listen to it. you. Although we got the exclusive GPD angle on the 3DS price drop. That's since right. You record on Thursdays, Japan yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But maybe next week you'll get that talk along with all the poop talk you expect from the right. CAGCast. I'll be in Seattle next week. So. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. You can just that replay this episode if yeah, you want. Put it on your feed. Uh, cool well um, that's about it I think for this episode Um, Cheapy I don't know if they did this last time when you were here but uh, we usually have guests go ahead and sign us off so why don't you take us out 